Welcome to the Discover Your Joy podcast. I'm your host, Maya Urban, the Urban Healer. I'm a life coach, Reiki master, Akashic Record reader, and registered nurse. I'm here to guide you towards living a life you truly love by learning to downregulate your nervous system, resetting your energy, and reconnecting to your essence. We'll talk about everything from evidence-based neuroscience tools to ancient healing wisdoms and how you can incorporate these in your everyday life heal, expand, and feel joy again. For ways to work with me, visit theurbanhealer.ca. Now let's get into the show. Hello, and welcome to the Discover Your Joy podcast. My name is Tanaya Urban, the Urban Healer, and I will be your host. So for today's episode, I wanted to reveal the meaning behind the heart-shaped rocks. And this is something that people have asked me so many times. Some people know the details of it, most people probably don't know the full story and I feel like I'm ready to share. It was something that was very intimate um, for me and I didn't really want to share while I was in the process of it, but um, I'm ready to share a little bit more and let you guys in on the meaning of it. And that being said, I love that this has created such a stir, not planned at all. And now other people are finding heart-shaped rocks. So when they're traveling, when they're just going for their morning walk with their pups or their kids, and I keep getting DMs of pictures of heart-shaped rocks. And I absolutely love that. So please keep that going. I'm definitely here for that. So in November, 2022, I came out to Prismer County to visit a girlfriend and she recently moved out here. And I was hosting an event, was super fun, loved it. And then we went for a walk down by the water. Um, She was very actively trying to recruit me to move here. And well, I mean, clearly work because I live here now. And it was funny because we were going for a walk. We were both single at this time. And wait, I stand corrected. She was not. She was not single. I apologize. I was, I was single. Yes, I was. (laughs) Confirmed. And we were walking and then all of a sudden, like we were talking about relationships. Both of us had a very turbulent separation very recently. And we were just kind of like talking about how much we've grown, how many things have changed and just kind of like what we're wanting, what we're calling in and kind of just talking about that. And as we were walking, I saw a beautiful, like massive hard shaped rock. And it was funny because I like, I saw it, I picked it up and I was like, this is for you. It was such a clear message. It just kind of came through and it was just like, give this to her. This is for her. And I gave it to her and it was just kind of like, I'm just getting goosebumps even thinking about this. This like very clear message came through of things are changing for you and whatever you've gone through, it is done. It is over. That chapter is done. And this is a brand new chapter, brand new relationship. You deserve love. Love is here for you. Get ready to be like really, really loved. Beautiful give that to her. And I was like, Oh my God, that's, that's so beautiful. Like I was just so happy for her. Cause she deserves this. And like, I'm just, she, she's just such a beautiful soul. So for her to have found someone so incredible, I was like, yes, yes, yes. This is great. You know, just, it's so amazing to see other people that are in love. And for me, that's not, not triggering at all. Even if I'm like very single, because for me, it's a reminder that your person's out there and love exists and it's there. And then I literally took like two steps And then I found another heart-shaped rock and I was like, what the heck? How? How is there two? This is wild. And this one I picked up and the message was, this is for you. And I was like, what? 
okay, all right, I'm here for it. I'm here to receive it. And he was like, okay, okay, got it. So we, we ended up having like pictures of both of us holding the heart-shaped rocks. And they were like the size of our palm. Like they weren't little cute things. Like they were, they were like hefty rocks. And we just like giggled over how our lives had changed. We were both living in Toronto. We were both like in turbulent relationships. And then all of a sudden she lives here. I was kind of, oh, I didn't know I was going to move yet. Well, I was just kind of like open to the idea of like, I like big changes are coming because I want different things in my life and this is not working. So what am I going to do? So fast forward a week later, I signed a lease and it was like very quickly that it unfolded. There is a podcast episode going through the details. So I'm going to spare you guys the details in case you're someone who listens every week. And there we go. I'm now living in the county and I'm now going down to this beautiful beach. It's walking distance. Yes, it's in the middle of the winter. That's totally fine. Just wear layers. It's great. Tegressa hated it. I, well, she sometimes liked it, but I definitely enjoyed it more than her. And this was like such a big part of my healing journey of taking the time, taking the time to be outside, to reflect, to really lean into releasing the things that need to be released really leaning into acknowledging what still needs to be healed. So kind of as a background story, I went through a really messy separation the July beforehand. And I was just like, I'm not dating for a hot second. There's things that I know I need to work on and it is what it is, which logically doesn't make sense when you're in your upper thirties and you want children and you're like, I'm just going to take a moment to be single. Like it just doesn't make sense if it's like, well, do you want kids? Do you not want kids? Cause if you do, you know, kind of got to hurry up. And I was like, Nope, there's things I need to heal and I need to do this on my own. So as I was walking like down the beach, I saw another heart-shaped rock. And it was really interesting because I was just in this like loop of, am I doing this wrong? Should I be like putting more energy into dating? But then it's like, how do you start dating when you don't know where you're going to live? And I knew I don't want to live or date in Toronto. I knew I wanted to live in a small town, but then I wasn't hundred percent sure if I'm actually going to move to the small town. At this point, I still had my condo. At this point, I was still going back to Toronto. At this point, like nothing was finalized. So I'm just like, oh, this makes no sense. What do I do? Like, I, like, I want to kind of be dating and like, I want to meet my person, but then also there's just things that I need to go through. And it's just, there's certain parts of your healing that you need to do alone because no one else can help you through it. And then of course, being a healthcare practitioner, of course, being a nurse, being logical, doing the math. I'm just like, oh my God, it's not the right time to be taking a break. So throughout this time, I asked for guidance. I asked my, my, I guess my angels, my guides, my spirit team. I'm just like, please give me a sign that I'm doing the right thing. And that I'm not like going to shoot myself in the foot. Cause I mean, I really want to have children. I really want to raise a family. I would really like to do it in, in a traditional sense. And if that's possible, like I would like to go down that road. And I was just like, oh my God, am I doing this wrong? Like, am I wasting time? Am I just getting stuck? Or is this the right next step? And that's how the heart-shaped rocks really came into existence because I saw this heart-shaped rock again. And it was just like 
I wasn't looking for it. I wasn't looking down. I was just walking. And then all of a sudden it was like at my feet and it was like screaming at me. Like it was, I mean, obviously I'm on a beach. There's, there's snow on top of the sand and there's rocks. Like you can't see them that well. And then all of a sudden it was just like right there. Like it was like, this is your sign. I was like, okay, all right, interesting. So then fast forward, I moved back to Toronto, sold my condo and decided to move back to the county and have collected all these heart-shaped rocks. And it literally became this like joke of like finding everything that was heart-shaped. And every time I saw one of these rocks, I mean, I didn't bring all of them home. Otherwise I would have an entire beach of rocks in my home. And also feel like that wouldn't be really great to do, but anyways, didn't bring them all. A couple of them. Yes. Of course I brought them back, but it was just this nudge of you're okay. You're not behind. It's all working out. Keep doing the thing you're doing. You're on the right path. You have to trust and know that it's working out and it doesn't make sense. And that's okay. It's okay if it logically doesn't make sense, but this was literally like reassurance that felt like real. (laughs) One, obviously real, I'm holding a rock. I can see it and it just like, it soothed my soul. It soothed my mind being like, you're okay. It's working out. You have to trust your person's out there. You're going to meet your person, but you need to surrender on the timing and you can't rush because the moment that you're rushing, you get caught in a stress response. And the moment you're in a stress response, you're not thinking clearly, you're not being logical. You're not using your intuition. You're disconnected from your body. You get into a scarcity mindset. You get into a, everything's crumbling and I'm going to die. And then you make poor decisions. So you don't want to do that because you're at the point where you're like, all right, we're like, I want to do this. I want kids. You don't want to have kids with the wrong person. So that gave me that reassurance that it was okay. And it was interesting because in, I guess, from January until my, I don't know, like springtime, early summer, I was dating. So I was going on dates. There were some people that I was like dating for a couple of weeks or a couple of months. There were people and it was just like, ah, you're checking off the boxes, but there's a couple of things you're not. And it's like, okay, it's looking good. Okay, interesting. And then it would be like a huge red flag. And then like old me would be like, that's okay. It's okay. Like we can work through it. Everything's fine. Like, that's fine. Like I I can, I can make this happen. I can make this work. It's okay. I'll just like compromise. But whenever I compromise, it's like not a balanced compromise. And it's always at my expense. And the hard shape rocks just kept coming up being like, nope. Nope, not yet. Nope, don't do it. You have to trust. You have to keep going. And it was interesting because like people were coming into my life, and then I would I would get a very clear lesson, a very clear moment of like, oh, got it. This was a pattern I used to live, and I'm letting it go. Oh, this was a limiting belief. Oh, this is something from my childhood. This is an attachment trauma. And I was like, oh, got it. And it was like little breadcrumbs that were literally leading me down my healing path of like, this is the next thing you need to lean into. This is the next thing you need to process. This is the next thing. And the heart shape rocks just gave me this reassurance. So I know some people are going to ask, how do you create that relationship with your guides? How do you create this open communication with 
your spirit team, with your higher self, with your ancestors? Like, how do you get these messages? Well, one, you have to ask. You have to ask for permission. It's like you're giving consent for the spirit team to kind of come in. Otherwise, they're just watching you struggle. And they're just like, oh my God, hot mess over here. But all right, don't know herself, doesn't want her help. All right, you have to ask for help. And I know that sounds so ridiculous and silly, but it's like, be humbled, ask for help, like surrender, be like, I need help, guide me, show me the way. And I mean, I'm telling you a very neutral version of this. Like there were tears. <laughs> there was like, oh my God, I'm gonna end up alone. Oh my God, I'm never gonna have children oh my God, I, I did the wrong thing. I wasted time with this person. I should have done this differently. And I can't believe I did that and da, da, da. Like it was not pretty, just so you know. And I know like sometimes the healing journey from the other end looks so clean and lovely and love and line, da, da, da. No, no, it was ugly. It was messy. There was tears. There was a lot of big feelings, a lot of anxiety, a lot of sleep because I was exhausted. My nervous system was trying to like regulate and like process. And there was just a lot of triggers and traumas and it was not pretty. So literally like seeing the heart shaped rocks would give me like, it's like, it was almost like a, I don't know, the sense of comfort of you're okay. It's okay. It's working out. You got this, keep going. So no, the journey isn't always beautiful and clean and it's sometimes messy and it feels like you're going backwards and it feels like you're doing it wrong, but you're not, you're just doing the thing and humaning is not linear. Healing isn't linear and that's okay. So that was all the things that were happening. And it was just, it's funny because like, we forget that we can ask for help and then we forget that we can ask for a sign. So I had I mean for me I it's easy for me to channel and be a medium so for me when I saw the rock initially it gave me the this is your sign and I like got that sense I also have done a lot of healing and work in terms of the sensations in my body and I can very easily pick up on messages for me that's easy just because I've processed so much so I don't have as much mental clutter in terms of my own mind going through spirals, which it still does because I'm human. But that being said, channel I'm able to channel easier and hear things. So that's one thing. And then the other thing is to actually allow yourself to see because we get caught in our heads and we get caught staring down at our phone. Have you gone on a walk and you like looked around and you've looked side to side and you've looked up or you've just gone on a walk without a podcast playing, I'm not saying don't listen to the podcast because obviously you want to listen to this one, just kidding. But have you gone on an uninterrupted walk where you've given yourself the ability to look around? Have you gone for a walk that's not speed walking or a run? Like, have you like sauntered? <laughs> like, have you done that? And it's like, have you sat down on a bench and then just like looked? Because for me, one of my other big signs are rainbows and I see them all the time, but that's because I'm actually like open to seeing as opposed to lost in my mind. So I'm not actually present or I'm on a screen. So be open to receiving the messages and you can literally choose something. Let's say like a certain symbol and make it weird. Like, I don't know, an orange car and be like, listen, universe, I need an answer. If the answer to this is 
A, or if the answer to this is yes, show me an orange car within the next 24 hours. But then if you don't see an orange car, that means there was a no. And that means you might need to do the thing you didn't want to do or do the thing that's harder. So then you need to accept that. And it's like being open to receive the message, but then also being open to accepting the message. Because sometimes we're asking for an answer and then we get the answer. We're like, no, no, I don't want to do that. I'm going to ask again. Or I'm going to say it didn't come through. And it's like, how often do we have this like moment of like, should I break up with them? Yup. Oh no, I'm scared. I don't want to start over. No, no, no. I'm I'm this old and no, no, we have a mortgage. No, it's too hard. Oh no, no, there's kids. We're not going to do it. No, I'm just, no, no, no. But you know what you need to do. You just don't want to do the thing. It's scary. Totally. I got you. Or it's like, you know, you're in the wrong job, but then what else are you going to do? How are you going to transition? How are you going to pay your bills in the meantime? What are people going to think? Oh my God, what are people going to think? And they're like, okay, no, I'll just stay. It's okay. It's fine. It's fine. It's totally fine. So it's like, we're asking for answers all the time, but then we don't want to hear it. And then we're like, oh, I'm not getting any answers or messages and I'm not getting any guidance. Ah, hmm. Interesting. So choose something, choose a question, choose a sign and see what comes up. Don't make it complicated. This is literally working with the universe and learning how to speak to it. And I mean, this wasn't an overnight process for me. One, I had to really lean into processing my nervous system because when your nervous system is absolutely fried and dysregulated, there is no messages going anywhere. You're just caught in this like loop of fear. And that's not going to get you anywhere. So take care of yourself first, regulate your nervous system, lean into vagal toning, listen to some more of my podcasts. There's lots, lots of info in there. Learn to rest. Because if you are over-caffeinated and exhausted and you're rushing and you're going, you're seeing nothing. Your life is a blur. Or maybe you've gone the other way of just like, you just, you are tapped out. You cannot receive more info. So one glass of wine turns into two, turns into three, turns into a bottle. You're not going to be channeling if you're constantly sedated. Sorry, not going to happen. It's like, how is your body? How's your mental state? How's your nervous system? How's your energy? You need to process things that are stuck because otherwise there's so much clutter. There's no more space for anything you to come through. So you got to release that. And then the big two things that help me, which I highly, highly recommend, get certified in Reiki. When you get certified in Reiki with your level one, you are learning how to process energy, how to protect your energy, how to release things that don't serve you. And you're, you're letting things go. And then with your level two, even if you never want to start a business, you're going to have access to symbols. And these symbols strengthen your energy and your ability to play with energy. So then all of a sudden, even though you can't see something, you feel it and you get more intuitive and you get nudges. And then you're like with Reiki, you're literally opening up a channel to the divine. So then now you're an open channel to receive, receive energy, receive messages, but also let things go and you find a way to process things. And like with Reiki master, again, if you never want to run a Reiki business, that's totally fine. But you learn more symbols. You become more powerful with the energy. Like I wasn't planning on, oh, I'm going to be a medium on what? I don't even really advertise that. But anytime I open up those channels, I'm able to channel. 
didn't plan on this. Interesting. This kind of happened and it was my intuition got stronger. My ability to feel energy, move energy, like play with energy got better. And then I leaned into the Kashuk records. So with the records, you literally have your guides at your fingertips. You have a question, open your records, get your answer, you're done. Amazing. Don't want to read your own records? Perfect. Why don't you book a call with me and I'll open up the records for you. And that can be one of your questions of what is my sign? How do I strengthen my ability to connect to my ancestors and my spirit team? How can I do that? And then it's like, okay, I did my reading. Awesome. I got my answers. Interesting. I want more. Learn to read your own records or lean into a new offering that I have, Soul School. With Soul School, you want to get a little bit of everything. I do regular Akashic record downloads. So short messages for you to receive. There's tutorials for you to lean into deepening your spirituality, deepening your energy protection, deepening your intuition, learning how to work with it, learning how to dive deeper into your journey at your pace. And it's just this beautiful portal, literally and figurative, figuratively, where everything is right there for you. So you continue going through the material because I continuously keep adding to it and I will. This is one of those forever growing programs. So it's not done. It's always growing and more abundant. So lean into that. Learn how to work with your energy. Learn how to work with your spirit team. Learn how to trust the message that comes through. Because you also need to know how to decipher what is your ego and what is your intuition. And I mean, easy, easy way to determine the two. Your intuition is always short, sweet, simple, and like reassuring. And your ego is going to be critical. It's going to be fear-based. It's going to feel bad. It's going to feel like you're being judged. It's going to try to like shame you into certain things. It's going to like absolutely rip you to shreds. Your intuition will not. Your intuition is going to be like, take a nap. And then your ego is like, how dare you take a nap? You're not done. You're not done your to-do list. Look at all the things you haven't done yet. Oh my God, you're failing. Your intuition wouldn't say that to you. Or maybe you get the nudge of like, you know what? You, you need to move. You need to really start over because this is not working for you. And then your ego is like, how dare you even think that? How are you going to start over? Look how old you are. And oh my goodness, how are you going to find another job? And how are you going to start dating? And da, 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 da. Mm, interesting. But then like for me, because I've gone so deep into this, I like, I just get the message. It's like, do this. And then I'm like, okay. And my ego's like, oh my God, that's terrifying. Don't do it. And I was like, ego, cool. I'm going to just put you on the side here because I trust my intuition. I trust my spirit team. I trust I'm being guided. And life gets a lot easier when you allow yourself to be guided because then it's not all on you. And then all you need to do, small thing, continuously regulate your nervous system so you can feel safe taking risks and doing things outside of the box and not letting other people's fears and judgments hold you back because they're triggered by you expanding and doing things that they wouldn't do. And you do it anyways. So that is that. I'm hoping this was short and sweet and to the point, but these are, I guess this is the symbol and like the meaning behind the heart stones. There is a part two to this, which I will share later, but um, I highly recommend choosing a sign for yourself, reading into it. 
And if you see something that's heart-shaped and it makes you think of me, please send me a DM or an email. I love hearing about that. And just know that it doesn't matter where you are in your journey. You are being guided. You are safe. You are protected. You're not doing this alone. You do need to surrender and ask for help. And I promise you, you will receive help. All right, my loves. I thank you for being here. I hope you enjoyed this episode. And see you next week.